Oh, yeah, the clap on, clap off. I don't know if that sounds good if we started clapping. Oh, well. Ooh, the whistle. Did producer Josh self record this whistle? Yeah, he's definitely in there. Are you a whistle? No, I just don't have the breath for it. Like, I can get like a little whistle in, you know, like, to like keep it going. I just die out quick. I'd say when I, I have this slight gap in my tooth, it makes me a very qualified whistler. Natural talent. But right? you do. So you do whistle. You got that Tune loud in. one, dude. Are you that? Shoot. No, I can't that do lip, the pinch. What's up with that lip pull action? I can like circulate whistle where you're like, you whistle breathing in and out. I, I can do that. Oh, can you? So I'm not special. That's but, the only thing my mom said that I was special as a kid. So. But it, that was a bad joke. I like I try to do it because I had the short whistle, so I couldn't catch that breath. So I'd like try to breathe back in. I started learning like you can get a little whistle on that too. And I'm like, oh, you can extend this thing, huh? Not very good though. Mine's like light, and yours probably good. I wish I could do a super loud whistle though, like the audience, like you like know, those dads, dads that were in the, yeah. the stadiums but that are like to have four kids and. It's finally he's grew up ticked off at Jimmy that got that third foul. Finally, he just lets that rip, dude, next to your ear. It's just oh, foghorn going off. Well, speaking of whistle, we are actually talking about warnings today. Warning we signs. We're blowing the whistle. Let's we are. do it. We're going to be a whistleblower on some of these uh, things that are going around out there. That was such an unintentional transition. <laughs> but it was perfect. So good. So good. We are going to whistleblow some stuff because honestly, as you guys know, here at MLO Show, me and Addy, we are very fond of the transparency and that open communication, right? And so yeah, if we feel like people are out there misrepresenting, we want to make it clear to you guys what the real truth is. Absolutely. I mean, I just filled out this media thing for some podcast review. And one of the questions was, you know, what is your target audience? And like, it'd oh, be nice. really easy as like, obviously mortgage podcast. We help home buyers understand real estate to be like home buyers, homeowners, home sellers. Yeah. Right. But I explained a little bit more. I was like, our target audience are people that crave truth and information about a very important industry that is a milestone event in their lives. Like they, I think the world is just so crowded with information and it's hard to decipher what's true, what's not, what's entertaining, what's educational. Things change so fast now. It's overpopulated. So I think it's good for us to reinstate our mission of having an environment where people, yeah. industry partners or consumers, people looking to buy or sell, relocate, they want to know the truth and they want to hear from people that are doing it, right, Case? And that's our mission statement. We stand by that. And for anyone listening out there, you are listening to the MLO show. And we appreciate you guys being here. The host, Addie Nett. I'm Casey Carpenter. You know how to catch us on our MLOshow.com. If you're not Nobody on there. goes to MLOshow.com. Someone's got to go there. Did go you, there. But people are in the podcast app. They might. I mean, it's Check in the it show note links. We're, tell, us, tell about some comments, though. If you guys are listening out there, we would like you to drop comments or something. Give us some future maybe episodes you want us to talk about or something. Oh, yeah. That, that's good. That's good feedback. I'd say find us... Um, Actually, I've been doing a lot of short form content, things that we talk about in like 15 to 30 seconds or less on my TikTok. Yeah, there you go. Addy.net. There you go. Check me out. And if you DM me, 
on any social platform. This goes for Casey. This goes pr producer Josh MLL. Direct message us. We'll send you a little complimentary gift. Yeah, we will. You can get yeah, free C Carpenter five hundred three over yeah. here. Yeah, we'll send you something. We got that. We got. We actually got a couple boxes we got some, of some things. Yeah, we got yeah. some swag. I'm gonna have to cap it to an undisclosed amount. Though. Right, right. And, and I wanted to throw it out there at the beginning on this podcast because we normally hit you guys with a lot of stuff at the end. Yeah. But if you're jumping off, you know, I wanted you to know how to catch us on the early segment. It's so true because even the way that like I think listen to podcasts, I usually jump out like as the closing credit. No one sits at the movie and watches the credit. Well, sometimes there's that creepy. I guy. know. Well, but <laughs> the thing is, I mean, some they catch you now though. Those, those newer movies, right? They put that little. Like the Avengers would throw in like the little extra thing. Uh, you got to sit through the credit to see what's going on in the next movie. What's up with that though? There's know. three people. You're right. There's three people are going to sit in the theater and watch it. Diehards. There's always the, the old grandpa in the movie theater that makes the kids set back and let everybody leave because he doesn't want to deal with the hustle and bustle. <laughs> That's the parking another lot. one too. For sure. Wait, Jimmy, Catherine. <laughs> well, in the transition, we can help you guys maybe hold back on some decisions because that stuff that's out there um yeah, we just want to break the minutes. ice on it and we want to kind of let you guys know there's some uh, we could call them myths we could call them yeah it's a tiptoe description because full transparency it's just things that mortgage professionals say that either aren't accurate or they might be doing it to sound more appealing because if yeah, you, you as a consumer is interviewing and they're trying to earn your business and sometimes under qualified or polished professionals do an unfortunate job of not learning, educating and leading with service. They're more just trying to get your attention, sell rate, sell a lower interest rate, which might not actually be interest rate. Yeah. Sell maybe a, a new product that might a not fee, be a new fancy. product. Yeah. yeah. The okay. world of just like promotion and attention grabbing yeah. when all of it's so much the same yeah. in I, our world. I thought it was important for, you know, for our viewers and listeners to kind of know where it's coming from when we kind of jump into these kind of four different topics we're going to, we're going to touch on because uh, we're not saying anyone's doing anything bad out there or anything we're about to go over is, you know, wrong by any means. We just want to clarify the truth behind what they're trying to get across because they could be just doing it for attention grab and get you in the door when really um, there's some deeper truth to that stuff and you need to know what's real. You do. And let's go into the first one because it's very relevant right now to yeah. the real estate industry's market environment, which yes. it's... Um, depending on when you're listening, you know, it's June, 2021 right now, Casey hit him with something that's floating around there. The appraisal gap insurance. Yeah. So, and we're hearing this from industry folks alike that, and even, you know, obviously clients and stuff, um, that there is appraisal gap insurance out there or other lenders are, are offering appraisal gap insurance. And at first you're, you're thinking, okay, Maybe there's something new out there that, you know, cause stuff does come in into the market new products are developed stuff. You got to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, as me and Addison would always do, if someone's saying they've heard of something, we're going to research it. We're going to find out what's going on first before we jump in two cents, unless it's something we already know about. Correct. And so in the market, like Addison's saying, we are getting to a, a kind of an industry wide and economy wide market where the, the houses are just going up, you know, higher in prices. We don't have a lot of them. 
And so sometimes this appraisal that happens on that property might not come in at that purchase price that you guys accepted the offer on. It could come in lower. So you'd have a, a gap in that value to the purchase price. And that's where this appraisal gap quote uh, term is coming from. And so what these lenders are saying is that they have appraisal gap insurance to cover that difference for a buyer if that were to happen on their transaction. Now, Addy, is that really the truth? Yeah, so just to frame that out again, the reason why lenders are saying they have this is because it's so competitive right now. The consumer calls them and like, hey, we've got something called appraisal gap insurance, which will include on your pre-approval letter. So when your offers go in, you're going to be more competitive. Yeah, That's false. The entire strategy behind that is they're going to, if you've got 20% down or more, you could reduce your down payment, carry mortgage insurance on your note, that is you're going out of your pocket. It's going to increase your monthly payment, but it opens up liquidity and assets to pay for the gap. There's no insurance. It's false. There's no actual appraisal gap insurance, but there's mortgage companies out there that are saying that they have it. And that only confuses the consumer. Yeah. And I, it's just, uh, it really frustrates me because it's not straightforward it's a bait and switch and there's actually FDIC companies out there that I've heard are pitching this pitching thing this, locally yeah. and it's really, really frustrating and it's not professional. Um, the real way to go about it is not replacing an insurance. You can't say insurance. It's an assurance to the seller that you can say, Hey, look, we have enough assets that if this under appraises for X amount, we could reduce our down payment. And me as the loan officer, Casey has double checked all the math. We still qualify at the higher payment. So I can assure you that the assets have been verified. There ain't no thing called appraisal insurance. So if you're a mortgage professional out there taking that, that approach, you're being dishonest and it needs to be stopped right away. Yeah, I like that. It's an assurance rather than an insurance because guys, um, yeah, my buddy Dan said it that way, and I, and yeah, I, I like just that. Stole that from him. So Dan, if thanks, you listen, Dan. Thanks, Dan. We love you. No, we appreciate that. Out yeah, of the Bay Area. That yeah, shout out to the Bay Area. Uh, but really, guys, because at the end of the day, you're in a transaction, right? And you've agreed to the purchase price. Let's just say, for instance, it's five hundred thousand. The appraisal comes in. It is four hundred fifty thousand. And that is, in all essence, on um, the lenders and everyone's view, that is the value of the home. So you have a undervalued home, 500000 purchase price, 450000 So we have a 50000 gap, an appraisal gap of $50,000. Um, and basically, like what Addy was showing or mentioning to you guys, it's like you can then reduce that down payment and cover that with mortgage insurance if the numbers all work out. And sometimes that's not even guaranteed, right? Now, hopefully your advisor, like Addy mentioned, we would do, would check numbers ahead. Hey guys, we think it could be maybe, you know, come in low, let's check numbers at, you know, 475, 450, make sure we could still qualify, do our due diligence with our clients and give them the assurance that they're good to go. And you can also let those sellers know. Um, but lenders that are coming out saying that they have a insurance to cover the gap is totally well, incorrect. What I like, and you can ask your lender to do this, is I provide pre-submission of any offer, especially a appraisal gap potential, is best case, worst case spreadsheets. So say, hey, best case, this is what we're offering. Say mm -hmm. it comes in at appraised value, there's no gap. This is what the cash to close looks like. This is what the, the nice, um, nice the monthly payment looks yep. like. And then a middle of the road, say it 
under appraises by five grand. Okay, that would essentially, we would reduce your down payment by this much and it would affect the payment by X amount, like $20 probably. And then worst case, but it's like 50 grand or whatever. So people can see it. And you might have enough money to keep the um, the down payment exactly how you want. You might pull it from another asset and pay that appraisal gap if applicable in this scenario mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not change any of the terms. But if you're going back to any of our videos or shorts on Instagram or TikTok, we really preach presenting at least the best case. Like this is everything. If I put all my chips in, they was utilizing all my assets. I've got this retirement account to cover the gap just in case or a bond or stock. Yep. And I use this for my structuring if I need to adjust. And that really helps on like me and you who are calling listing agents and attesting to the pre-approval including in the offer. We can speak to all of that. We get your permission, but it really helps. You can give them that clear picture and that, yeah, again, assurance. You know, big. That- so, yeah, just don't get tricked. If you're hearing an appraisal gap insurance, it's not out there. They're explaining the uh, process of which we just broke down. Yeah. Assurance, not insurance. It's not out there. Don't be fooled. And, like, also, if someone's, like, trying to get you a special program is a trigger word for me. Like, there's not any real special program. Um, or special this insurance or all that stuff. Um, People are just trying to use that to get you excited. Most of us all, for the most part, outside of some unique low-income bond and uh, first-time homebuyer bonds, which are different state by state, most of us all have access to the same conventional products, FHA, VA loans. Um, (laughs) So ain't nothing real special. We're kind of like the yogurt trap you show up, and we've kind of got like vanilla, chocolate, and then maybe one curveball of cookie dough. There's not 50 flavors in the standard mortgage market. I was having that conversation with a client this morning. Were you? Yeah, because it's just, uh, and again, guys, could be that bad information out there or just maybe misleading information how, you know, other lenders could have different different products that are, uh, that was just like better and better rated. And at the end of the day, what they're talking about was the exact same products, you know, that we had. And it's just being misconstrued in the way it's presented to them. So it's like, no, guys, for the most part, it's all standard products, fanny, fetty, you know, products. And it's, you know, it's just like that bad information out there. And that, that it's hard. It's hard for someone that's not in the industry to really digest what is good info and what's bad info it is. Oh, absolutely, Casey. And I would say, too, I think what's up with our industry, man, is a lot of mortgage originators, you're either an advisor like us, we're here to educate service and help you get into contract or learn or put you on the right path, right? We're focused on that in the long-term game or there's order takers where they just need to get a ton of yeses in a short amount of time, sitting yeah. at a cubicle, answering a phone call. And that's all the, you're one or two buckets in this, mm. in this industry. Unfortunately, the one with the phone call, the order taker, the one focused on high volume and numbers, not high quality of service, they're making it overly complicated on purpose so that the consumer is this whole smoke. They're the mirrors. Just say yes, because you're just not going to grasp this concept because you have your own life to attend to, right? Kids, a job, other things to do. You need to get this done. I'm going to make it real easy. Pop in a couple trigger words like special program, this, that, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and then your head's so twisted. It's like, you don't know what's going on. But this is why we preach like, don't fall for those things. Uh, notice if they're asking about break even, the long term costs. They're explaining the yeah, why. Those for are sure. three very big pillars. 
Um, are they preaching to reach out early? Talk to me early. I love that because if so, I get people that apologize to me, we're not ready for a year. I just had another person from the podcast in Hawaii reach out again. He's been corresponding with me about every two weeks for the last three months. They're not moving here for a year, but I absolutely love it because in the last three months, we've been able to do so much work. We've been able to review his credit. We've yeah. been yeah. moving, paying off certain things, positioning, talking about job offers. Like that is so much of a better plan than the shotgun and be fooled by someone. Sorry to get. Off no, I like that. Rocker, but, but I mean, coming back to it in that part of it too, if you're an elitist right here into our second one, because when you're trying to get your proper advice from your advisor, and if you're an order taker or you're an advisor, and you call in, and let's just say you're calling in to get, uh, you know, quotes or shop rates on, let's just say, like a conventional program, a 3% down conventional program, where you could have a kind of standardized loan and then also kind of a subcategory loan off of that, which is extra, you know, benefits towards doing it specifically uh, 3% down first time home buyer, right? And there's different ways and they price differently. So if you're not doing, your advising job and you're just doing order taking for yeses, you might miss this and improperly quote somebody. Yeah, we need to unpack that a little bit more simple. I'm trying to think in my head. So like one thing to know, if you're getting a conventional loan, right, there are two loan products of which everybody, if you qualify from an income standpoint, could take advantage of. It's called Home Ready and Home Possible. Yep. You could Google it right now if you have accessibility on your phone. Don't do it while you're driving. Don't do it while I drive. <laughs> Those products are typically capped at 80% of your area medium income. So if you make household income of 80% less than that area medium income, AMI they call it, you can qualify for those programs which it's not a discount it's not a promotion what it is it's a, it's a cap so they cap how high they can adjust your interest rate from the baseline up yep. because there's a lot of different they call them adjusters that make your interest rate higher you might have worse credit you might have a higher dti your loan amount might be this or your down payment might be lower which that's how this sandwich gets stacked for a higher interest rate we got episodes out there for that too we do but casey you made a good point because a lot of people you might talk to casey or myself and casey might forget or not yeah. ask about the income because you didn't ask you're one off calling and you're one of those people that are like, what's your interest rate? Yep. And you're like, what's your credit score? But yeah. they didn't talk about income. And then you come to me and I'm quoting you 0.25 interest rate better. You think you're getting a better job, but really I might be looking at the home ready home possible program. Yeah. Right. And I'm not even, I don't even know if you are at the 80% income or not. And then the consumer could be blindsided and be like, oops, you know, you thinking you get this rate, all this stuff, you get into contract, and then they blindside you. What happens when they blindside you, Casey? It switches. It switches. Oh, so sorry, sir. When you did the qualification and you called me. We didn't go over income. Yeah, so you actually make too much for that rate. So you don't qualify. It happens, yeah. guys. I'm not making this stuff up. No, this happens, guys. So it's important. It kind of goes back to like go through the full meal deal. Work with a pro. Work with someone who cares. That's local in your market. Talk to them early. Build out a plan and go yes, through sir. the pre-qualification process. Yeah, it's a pain to like 
Interview. We did that. Interview your loan officer. Yeah, but get, get them all your stuff. Tax returns, bank statements. It's it's not going to take you more than 30 minutes on your phone if you've got Wi-Fi and a stable connection and know how to log into computer. If you're probably listening to the podcast, you can get a pre-qualification done in 30 minutes on the phone, an actual pre-approval, and let people go through the income and make sure it's yep. up. But look out for that because I think it's near impossible to get an apples-to-apples comparison just calling different mortgage companies on the phone. Yeah, that's good. It's just not. The market moves too much. Interest rates change every 100%. three or four hours. Like You don't know the legitimacy of the integrity of the quote. Some credit polls can be different too, you know. I mean, there's there's just stuff that could be different, and uh, mm, that's a good point. Yeah, I hit mean, me with this next it, point. It could though, be though also the, your first timers though too. Watch out because if you're new in the business, you might not even know about the multiple, you know, different programs and different stuff involved. So, but yeah, roll into number three. Number three is a big one for us. Um, this is your personal story. I, yeah, I'll, this I'll, really. This is personal, I guess. Josh would say it grinds your gears. It grinds my gears and bugs me because uh, basically what this is, guys, is it's just false advertisement of new loan products um, and and with that meaning behind it to get you in that door when it's already an existing loan product that most lenders have access to. So that that grinds my gears, right? Because people might be sitting there saying, oh, man, this is a brand new product specialized to me, and I'm going to say two vets out there, maybe if it's catered to veterans, um, that gets grabbing you because you're like, shoot, I can, I can do this. And, and really lenders have, have these programs out there. So what, what I've been hearing out in the market and what I've been seeing Addy, is that there's special offers for programs for veterans out there to access equity into their house. And right after the gate, you know, right out of the gate that frustrates me because I know that we have what's called refinances out there and you can do what's called a cash out refinance. And that allows you to access equity in your home. And whether you're a veteran or a regular person, uh, you know, non-veteran, you can do this. So how would there be a new program out there offered? Uh, it just doesn't know. make sense, yeah, right? false advertising. It's confusing. It doesn't pass the compliance integrity of... And what, yeah, and what frustrates me on it, guys, is is... It's getting blasted there, you know, on national commercials and stuff like that. And it just, it's not the proper way to advise somebody to kind of do that bait and switch and get them in the door in the front. And I just hate that meaning of going through the process, you know. It's predatory. It's predatory. A bait and switch is predatory. Not saying that this is done intentional by any means, but. I'll say it. it feels like it is. It absolutely is. I think it's all numbers game. I'm probably you and I are probably one of the few people that read all of the spam mail that we get. The financial totally spam mail. We're talking about that. I read them all. I get two or three a day easily, easily refinance quotes. This I read all the fine print, and I've never really seen one that would outbeat. Once you read the fine print, all the extra fees, all the nonsense. It is the same thing as calling your local mortgage professional and getting a standard quote. So don't fall for that. And also, why am I getting spam refinance and financial stuff from like people in Colorado when I live in Oregon? People in, like I don't want to work. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna support somebody in my market. <laughs> like, well, and, seriously, and, or Florida. Florida's a big one. There's a lot of Florida mortgage and people maybe sending me spam mail all the time. Different servicers are located or whatever. I'm getting, yeah, we were, we were talking about it because some of them are just, 
I mean, I've gotten one two or three, four times now where it's like it, if I wasn't in the industry, it would probably get me. I mean, it's that good. It literally looks like it's like an escrow check thing ready to go. It's just, it's, it's unfortunate out there. Well, and all those scenarios too, like in the fine print are always putting together like all these, if only if you meet this appraised value, this balance, you have this credit score and like all these, like, Oh my gosh, you're God. Assuming you're God, we can give you this. Totally. It's just like, not even, not even real, but well guys, you have the pause button. Next time that commercial, you know, a commercial comes on that it could be misleading or whatnot. Hit pause. Read that. Read that fine print on there. Absolutely read it. And I think if you find us on social media, whether it's MLO show, adding net or Casey Carpenter five hundred three, like shoot us a DM. Tell us a, a if you want us to review any spam mail. Yeah, there you send go. Send us a picture of it. We'll walk through and we'll share it on the show. We do it for our clients day. all day. So let's conclude. I mainly because you're looking at me weird because I'm shaking and I really need to go pee. <laughs> He's given full transparency. Oh here, my guys. gosh. I've it's been, been a long day. Crushing the we got, heroes. We got one last little one. To get We're to. doing one more. Don't we have one last little one? I see the last one is the, with the FHA and conventional. Mm, Be yeah. careful when you're talking to somebody who's quoting you abnormally low interest rates because yes. it's likely quoting you an FHA loan rather yeah. than conventional. Those government loans can price lower than most in the market, you know, typically. So just be wary on what you're getting quoted yeah. and what kind of program. And FHA has got a lot of fine print that we're not, we've done episodes on this one, but it's also not a product for a tier one level client, nor is it as competitive right now, at least in our market. Sellers aren't even looking at FHA loans unless it's a sweetheart deal. They could come back in the near future but not as competitive, but watch out for someone quoting you FHA loans without telling you it's an FHA loan because that interest rate is much lower. Traditionally speaking, close us out. You guys know where to get a hold of us. You've been listening. You've been watching, but if not, you can catch us on all your major podcast platforms and we are climbing up the charts on Spotify. We're up there. I think we're, we're top on Spotify. Number nice. one mortgage podcast, uh, definitely on Spotify. We're toggling between two, three position on Apple. If you just type in mortgage. So we're right there. Overall number one mortgage podcast for your homeowners. A lot of the podcasts out there in mortgage are for like real estate agents and loan officer management. Like we are here for the people that we're, yeah, we're never, here for the peaks, We're serving man. the people who we will. We'll never cash in on this. No. This is our, we're giving back. We're literally giving back. It's literally us giving back. But we love it. You know where to catch us. Catch us on your local uh, Comcast too. MLOshow.com. Yeah, until next time, guys, we really appreciate everyone being here today. Um, Casey, thank you. Thank you, sir. Find us, connect with us, be smart, educate, learn with us. Yeah. And until next time. Check you later. Check it, check it, check it. Check you. Keep your mind open.